Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Those involved might be calling it a prison break or a flight from certain death if we could understand their language. The public in and around Overton, Nebraska, being asked to be on the lookout for the escapees, all 125 of them, and officials say it's not yet known whether or not the jailbreakers planned the escape or just saw an opportunity and decided to take advantage of it. Apparently, after the break, someone in the group whispered to the others that we'd be a lot harder to find if we split up, and they all then broke into small groups and moved across the Nebraska plane, and authorities now can't find any of them anywhere. It's being called the greatest bison escape in U.S. history. One or more of the 3,500-pound beasts broke a feedlot gate, and they all ran to safety. You would think they would be able to spot one or two of them, Cliff. <laughs> well, I mean, considering, you know, they weigh nearly two tons. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got to eat something. Yes. You know, if you weigh two tons, mm-hmm. you're a heavy eater to begin with. <laughs> this is true. It's not like you're a diet kind of bison by any means. Yeah. It's interesting you would have that story, Cliff, because I was reading this morning... Yeah. That more humans are now being killed and injured with encounters with wildlife. Really? Mm-hmm. And mm. I don't know if it's because we've got more time on our hands with the pandemic. We don't want to go into buildings, so we, you know, stay so outside. outside. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I do not want to encounter wildlife ever, Cliff. <laughs> I try to avoid it. <laughs> it's my motto. I get just a touch nervous when I walk past one of those Build-A-Bear things. I'm not real sure what's going on there. and That's not wildlife. <laughs> well, Cliff, I enjoy and appreciate the enthusiasm from one of our text messaging friends. But um, okay. when you start off your text with, it's showtime, I expect a top hat and some tap dancing from you two today. <laughs> That's way out of our league, Cliff. We're, we're... Um, yeah, he's probably... Got the wrong morning show. I think he does, too. <laughs> I think he's got the wrong one. Well, Cliff, back to the text messaging. Yeah. We mentioned uh, tap dancing and all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another one of our friends decided to post, well, good morning there, beautifuls. <laughs> and if you got a second, Cliff, if you could look at my response, that's what you get when you call us beautifuls. You called him lover. Yes, I did. <laughs> Would you two like some privacy? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Oh, it's not like that at no, all. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Uh. <laughs> but if you're going to call me beautiful, Cliff, yeah, I'm calling you a lover. That's all I'm going to do. Read this story of love gone wrong proves that getting a girlfriend is one thing. Keeping a girlfriend is another. Police in Alpena, Michigan, were called to a home on Shipley Boulevard last week around 10 p.m. after dispatchers got a report of an assault in progress. The victim in the case later told investigators that her boyfriend, 27-year-old Greg Roland Eilber, had been drinking. Although it's not yet apparent if he was doing so of his own accord or if the two had been drinking together, perhaps in romantic fashion. You know, a bottle of wine and candlelight, perhaps a bubble bath and romantic words whispered into her ear to tell her how she really is appreciated and loved. Now, we don't know how it started, but we do know how it ended with Eilber heavily intoxicated and urinating all over the bed and bedroom floor. 
his girlfriend tried to do what women are known to do, help, by getting his drunk ass up and getting him to the bathroom. It was when she was helping that he assaulted her, allegedly. And police add when she tried to call 911, he took the phone away, adding an additional charge once police arrived on the scene. Cliff? Yes? Do you know the uh, single most important factor when choosing a relationship partner? <laughs> I do not. Please tell me. I don't either, but I'm going to look it up, and we're going to talk about it after Runaway June here, oh, okay? Okay. I've got three okay. and a half minutes. I'm going to do this oh, quick. No. The pressure's on. I know. your top hat. <laughs> Give me a couple of seconds here, Cliff. I'm getting John, the final John, details ready? in. Well, I can only go as fast as the internet lets me go here. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Okay, what do you got? I've got it for you. Now, so what, this is the number one thing you need to have. Most important factor in choosing a okay. relationship partner. Now, of course, Cliff, okay. yeah. obviously you have to have chemistry. I mean, that just goes without saying. Well, yeah. You have to have that to begin with. If you don't have that, yeah. you don't have a shot. But you have to have chemistry. And yeah. I wasn't very good in high school chemistry. I, um, <laughs> I think that's a different I kept dropping my beaker over and over yeah. and breaking it. <laughs> but according to this survey of 20,000 yeah. people, Cliff, the most important factor yeah. in choosing a relationship partner, you must have a sense of humor. Over 45% of people said <laughs> sense of humor. That's all you have to have, Cliff. All you, have to, you have to have what makes you attractive and creates a long-lasting bond is a sense of humor yes if you have that the other person <laughs> is stuck with you like glue oh well that explains many things now doesn't it well, i don't know what does it explain well, i've heard you tell jokes you're screwed <laughs> <laughs> how did this turn to me cliff i was just throwing out a, a you know a mouthing off question that i had and uh -huh. i had to find the answer to it how about this part cliff okay 45% wanted that, but only 6.8 valued a financial state of well-being. I've got that one covered. <laughs> financial well-being? <laughs> only 6.8% thought that was important oh, at all, Cliff. Only, oh, only 6.8%. Yes. Well, okay, you've got that part. Yeah. <laughs> Even working in radio, you got you got six point eight percent covered. Yes, I so I could balance that out with the sense of humor. You think? Probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably not. Wish I hadn't even brought the thing up now. <laughs> that right there, Cliff, is called service with a smile here on the Morning Road Show at seven twenty three. What, what are you talking about? Service with talking a smile. Talking about the text message that we received from one of our friends who asked oh. a very important question this morning and. Uh, Wanted some advice from us, and I answered yeah. that in less than 15 seconds by text well, message. <laughs> which is pretty good. I it, mean, that is, uh, you're right on top of it. By the way, anyone can text Weed and Cliff in the morning, 812-682-0520. Comes right up on our computer screens. And we'd love to hear from you, especially yes. if you're wanting some advice on something. And this gentleman yeah. said he'd been so good, Cliff. Yeah. No sugar at all, which is pretty tough. So has he been on like a diet or something? I think he's trying to on? get sugar out of his life. and So like over two months, no anything sugar, including, by the way, beer, because beer actually has, you know, a sugar type thing in it. I don't know how he did that, but wow. I'm not real sure I can fully trust you if you don't. Have a little bit of sugar, Cliff, from time to time. That's just that's just my thought on life. I'm I'm kind of feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. But uh, he wanted to know if it would be okay after two months of no sugar. Yeah. If maybe he could stop by and get him a little bit of French toast bagel. 
Oh, from the donut bank, because uh-huh. I believe that's one of the things they're offering. I, th- yeah, he saw the marquee in Evansville as he was driving yeah. around, and I answered that pretty quickly. And we can't post what I posted, but we can't say what I posted. But <laughs> yeah, because you posted a naughty word. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> as you've seen over the period of the last six months, my typing yep. skills have eroded more and more as we go. This is true. <laughs> And I'm not very good with that because I don't like texting and I don't really care for the email thing. Yeah. I found out a couple of mm-hmm. weeks ago, Cliff, from a friend of mine that, and I didn't know this, maybe it's, maybe he's just pulling my leg, but when you send a text message, yeah. I was told not to put periods at the end of sentences because that can be taken as an aggressive maneuver. And I'm like, really, dude? A period at the end of a sentence, and he, oh, no, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Had you heard of that, Cliff, or is he I, pulling I, my leg? I, I read, I read, I think I read this, and, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I've never heard of that before. I don't see a period as being aggressive. No, I've got some aggressive words if you want me to text you, but I was that's to say, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yes, and prob and probably some of those little emoji things as well. <laughs> But that's the thing. I mean, I just yeah. read this morning, Cliff, that yeah. uh, the vast majority of everyone now says they uh, prefer yeah. you to text them and don't ever call them. I'm the opposite of that. I, I don't like the texting thing, the email yeah. thing. You can't get the tone. I, I want to hear it. <laughs> because you can say things so many different ways with a text, but when yeah. you read it back to yourself, you can read it any way you want to. Are you like that or is it just me? Uh, no, it's just you. <laughs> you don't like to talk on a phone? Not particularly, no. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, I miss the human voice there. I got to have that thing. So what did you not like about the talking? Uh, basically that it, whatever it is that I'm working on, and I'm usually working on like three things at once, I have to stop doing all of those things to talk on the phone. Does that make sense? Well, I guess. I, I don't. I don't have, I mean, I'm not that busy, so I guess it's... <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's where we're... <laughs> I'm like... Well, you know, like, story from my pastime. It, many people don't know, but I was for a period of time trying to be an air traffic controller. And you go to this training thing in Oklahoma City, and if you pass, you keep your job. And if you don't pass, then they fire you. And, and I, like, failed by, like, one and three-quarter points. I was that close. But part of the things that they teach is when people are trying to talk to you, you focus on the problem and you ignore everything else until that you've got the problem solved. And then you move on and you talk to the person so that you can handle the next issue. And so I guess that's kind of where I learned that at is, that, you know, don't interrupt me while I'm working. <laughs> I know some people don't like the talking because, you know, you can get stuck with somebody that won't stop talking to you. Oh, my gosh. How do you get them to hang up? Easy. I just tell them. I've got to go. I've got a nickel stuck in my nostril. And they usually say, oh, well, okay. All right. Well, that's a good excuse. Here's Kelsey Ballerini. (laughs) Weed, it's been said that anything that moves in Australia is something that can kill you. But here's a story about something that lives there that can actually, maybe, someday, save your life. An article published in the journal Nature Precision Oncology says researchers working at the Harry Perkins Institute in Perth have found something naturally occurring in that in nature that can help existing chemotherapy drugs kill breast cancer cells. So far, it's been proven to work in tumor growth in mice, and those scientists hope to continue research moving forward on primates and then to human trials. And that naturally occurring material is the venom of Australian honeybees. 
Research is showing that honeybee venom is remarkably effective in killing several varieties of very aggressive breast cancers. And it doesn't look like you're going to have to worry. You won't have to let the bees sting your boobs to get it. If proven to work in humans, the honeybee venom will be harvested from hives, then incorporated into the drugs given at the hospital. It's like that whole country is an experiment, Cliff. <laughs> you know, when the world was created, it was like, yeah. and we're going to uh -huh. leave this little island over here as yeah. our experimental lab. I read <laughs> just this morning, Cliff, yeah. that because everyone in Australia is staying home, not getting yeah. out like they were because of the pandemic, mm -hmm. the snakes are running asunder all over the place in <laughs> <That's> Australia. <right. laughs> the snakes are running asunder. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we make us a little, um, oh, I don't know it's a bed or not, but let's make it a little rule that uh, tomorrow, yeah. okay. neither one of us mentioned the word snake. <laughs> That's two days in a row we went down to state, the snake parade here on this program. The Cliff. snake parade. Yes. And when we talk snakes, we start getting rather strange phone calls, like, well, like this one right here, Cliff. Okay. Snake wrangler. Not many people know how to charm a snake like Phil McCracken. Okay, we don't need a snake wrangler. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't even charm know. Charm a snake yes. like Phil McCracken. Yes. <laughs> I think I saw that in a movie. Once. Uh, yes, and that's why we need to tomorrow, Cliff. No one, no one calls in and mentions a snake. We don't say the word snake. That's the last snake talk we have for this week. How's that? I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that, too. There's a moratorium on snakeage. Yes. Cliff, we should have mentioned we don't want pictures of those things either. <laughs> you mean those animals with the first name that begins with S? Yes. Which we, we have pledged to not speak about anymore this week. That's exactly right. We uh, should have said, Cliff, we're not going to yeah. speak of that, and we don't want to see yours. <laughs> yeah, because as soon as we said we don't want to talk about those anymore, someone sent us a snake picture. You weren't <laughs> supposed to say that. I couldn't help it. I know. Don't 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 say that anymore. Well, Cliff. <clears throat> okay. I'm wondering here. Yeah. I don't want to get anybody in any trouble, but yeah. the um, folks that live in West Salem, Illinois. Yeah. They're a friendly bunch of people, right? Oh, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Extremely friendly, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if there was some way, some possible way, I don't want anybody to get in any trouble or do anything stupid and get hurt, but if there was some possible way that on their water tower there, yeah, they could write Weed and Cliff in the morning there, right above where it says West Salem. You think that would be, be okay? <laughs> well, I mean... Would it be okay with us? Sure. Would it yes. be okay with people in West Salem? Well... Probably. Would it be okay with, I don't know, like the town council? Probably not. <laughs> well, I saw a picture of it today. One of our uh, texting friends sent a picture in of that tower, yeah. and I thought, boy, that would look really nice if... The water the water tank in West Salem, Illinois. Yes, if uh, they did that in Owensville. Yes. They put weed and cliff in the morning on the water tower there. They did? Well, they uh, did, but they wrote it in black, and the water tower is black. So there's really <laughs> it didn't no... really do any good. No, <laughs> did not, it? not at all, no. So, <laughs> it's like we want to back you guys but not too much not too much yes we, you know you're kind of like 
not really in our heart, but a little bit behind our heart. That's kind of yeah. It's kind of uh-huh. the feeling. And I thought maybe West yeah. Salem could you know rise to the challenge there. But I yeah. don't want anybody to go up there and do something stupid now. You know, nothing oh, no, illegal, no, none of that stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. we we are we are certainly not endorsing any no, no. Uh, any type of uh, dangerous or illegal activity. No, but if the you know you say the council might be have the say on it, you know, if somebody's listening that knows a council member, yeah, you might ringy dingy ding them up. Yeah, I know people hate to talk on the phone anymore, so maybe you might want to text them and <laughs> see if we could get that done, Cliff. What do you think? <laughs> it might work. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. It's possible. As you well know, Cliff, there are many services out there that provide information about things that happened on this date in history. Yes. There's a whole long list of stuff they'll have on there. And uh-huh. it's everywhere. Famous birthdays and stuff like that. that just like mm-hmm. this, Cliff. I saw this today. On this okay. date in 1995, yeah. with the song On My Own, Reba McIntyre became the first artist to ship a single to radio stations using the Internet. Before wow. that, it was always <laughs> CDs. Yeah. You'd have to wait for them to come in the mail to the radio station and then play yeah. them and all of that. She did the very first Internet download to that song on my own interesting and that is an interesting fact and Mm. then sometimes they put stuff on their cliff that i wonder why they thought this was so important that we needed to know also on this date in 2007 hank williams jr made an unannounced stop at tootsie's orchard orchard lounge in nashville okay and during his set it was interrupted because as he was singing family tradition, yeah. his false teeth flew out into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Why they would have to put that in there, Cliff? <laughs> and I'm not making that up. That's exactly what happened on this day 13 years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that That's might be one of those things you don't want to talk about. You know what I'm saying, Cliff? Well, I'm sure he doesn't want to. I'm sure not either. <laughs> so I'm going to play family tradition right now, Cliff, and you can. Will picture, his teeth stay in? For you, the whole that'll be in your mind's eye whether his okay. teeth stay in or not. Mm-hmm. Our ticket to the bank this morning, Cliff, is very short, but I think it's going to be very memorable too. Wow! Yes. Okay. We're talking about the word grima. Grima. Yes. Okay. That describes the feeling that you and I and everyone else listening gets. Yeah. When you hear this sound. <laughs> oh. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's grima, all right. That is the effect of your experience with Grima, Cliff, because that's what that word is standing for. And so, as much as I don't want to ask, I must. What was that sound? If I play it again, will you want to guess? No, I don't want to hear it again. That, my friend, yeah, is one solid hour of nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> uh, that wow. and a knife yeah. scratching a plate. That feeling you get when you hear yeah. those sounds. Oh, that. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. I can play that one if you want to. I've got it ready. Yeah. You want mm. to hear the fork on a plate, too, Cliff? <laughs> no, I don't oh. want to hear that either. Okay, all right. No, thank you. Well, all of that <laughs> you can take to the bank. 
Oh my gosh. Will you remember that word, Cliff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day start with number three. Charm a snake like Phil McCracken. <laughs> you said the word again. Oh, darn. <laughs> Hold on. Rearranging my phrases of the day. <laughs> number two. If you weigh two tons, you're a heavy eater. And I should also add, it goes without saying, you're also a heavy pooper. <laughs> well, of course. Of course. Yeah, you know I was going to squeeze that in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I got you. <laughs> and the number one morning road show phrase for today. I've got to go. I've got a nickel stuck in my nostril. <laughs> How did you know? Uh, <laughs> I do have to go. Oh. I'm going to go, right. Cliff. You've I'll, got a nickel stuck in your I'll nostril. talk to yeah. you tomorrow, okay? All right. Have a good All right. All right. Bye. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.